0: (laughs) Let me make something clear for all those that's listening Get your mind right with the most high Yeah, stay prayed up Walking for that Christ, understand? Check it Gerated R, uh, yo, I'm coming back home Gerated R, uh, yeah, I'm back in the zone The king is returned, back on his throne If you don't know, ask somebody, I. Gerated R, yeah, I'm coming back home Gerated R, uh, yo, I'm back in the zone The king's returned and he's back on his throne You better ask somebody, I check it I vex some seeds, mess with me Boy, rest in peace, I'm the secret recipe I'm a specialty, especially when it comes to my rhyming, that's right, yeah, I make good time, crushing dudes and turning chicks to, to diamonds, Why you over there talking about needing a high yeah, you'll be climbing for of success, yeah, you'll be declining at your best, mess with me, I'm the best MC, I can tell you over from the East to the West Indies, from overseas to the most high, I'm that dude on the ground in the sky. read the Doll, yeah, ain't no surprise. Open up your eyes and recognize. Yeah, read the Doll's coming home. That's right, son, I'm back in the zone. And the king's returned back on his throne. You better ask somebody, aight? Yeah, and now you're know from uptown down below. Favorite radio. You better ask somebody. Because everybody know read the the party? Family, it's your boy J-Rated All, and yes, you are tuning in to Favor Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Favor Radio Family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, peace and blessings family you know who it is it's your boy j rated r i hope everyone is having a blessed day every day um and thank you all again for those of you that tune in to the show um you know we do these shows man just to keep people afloat of what's going on in the world what's going on in general in life what's been going on and what's coming And, uh, you know, we try to provide everyone with uh, some form of entertainment while educating the masses of people. That's that's the best way I can put it. Um, And so um, I hope some of you that uh, may be going through any of the things that we talk about. I hope that this podcast platform helps you. I hope it leaves you feeling encouraged, um, praying more. And enjoying your life better Uh, That's all we want to do, fam We're not here to judge nobody We're not here to point people out We're here to point out problems And how to resolve them That's it We all got them All of us um, make mistakes All of us have our good days Our bad days So forth and so forth Um, So it's neither here or there okay? And if you've been rocking with me You know I talk like this all the time And that's that's just how we get down on the show. So today, as you may see in the title, STDs and... What is your star? Now, we've talked about these things in other shows on and off, so it's not going to be something that's completely new for a lot of you. Uh, However, for those of you who've never tuned into any of those prior shows, if this is your first time or just somebody uh, you've been on the show before, but you haven't listened to anything in a long time, then this may be information that you may want to take in, take heed, check out for yourself, you know, how you do it, you know, research, look at things and just go from there. STDs. I think we all pretty much have an idea of what that acronym stands for most cases and this case is usually referred to as sexually transmitted diseases but there's things that go beyond the flesh that go a little deeper than that such as another way to look at this is spiritual transferred demons and that's a real thing if you know anything about energy you know that it cannot be destroyed nor created but that it is simply transferred from one party to the next. And we're going to talk a little bit about these things. It's just going to be a real talk, fam. It's not going to be a whole lot of scriptures, although that's always a bonus because the Most High tells us these things. He's been telling us these things. And a lot of us just didn't know it was in the Bible because we have a religious mindset. And like I've been telling you, all ain't nothing religious about me on this show. There's nothing religious about my show. It's a spiritual based show under the category of society and culture. We talk about any and everything in life, period. Good, bad whatever paranormal normal (laughs) that's what we do and that's what we're going to continue to do so on that note family before we get into it we're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break so don't go anywhere i'm your boy j rated r you are tuning into the morning only and we will return after these messages stay tuned Hello everyone, it's your boy Jay it R. And I just want to give you a real quick prayer. Prayer for your life. Prayer for your day. Wake up in the morning, be thankful. Even if it doesn't seem like there's nothing to be thankful for. Because the number one reason why we should be thankful is we're still here. We're breathing the most High's beautiful air that he breathed into us. According to Genesis 2-7. And he made us and formed us from the earth. According to Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1 through 6. Now, I'm not going to give you scriptures. I'm just going to simply say a good prayer, a nice prayer, and the Holy Spirit so that you can have a better day, a blessed day. And you all know, if you don't know, I've done podcasts that's talked about the power of prayer. So here it is. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you very much for getting me up out of bed every day. Your will be done, not mine, on earth as it is in heaven. I want to thank you for all my infirmities. I want to rejoice in my sufferings because I know the blessings are coming afterwards. It is just a form of discipline for us to learn what your son, Yahusha HaMashiach, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, had to go through. And I ask that the Holy Spirit lead my words to touch the hearts of those who tune in to Favor Radio. So that they can share the gospel with their friends, their family. And may you bless them, Lord, and their finances, in their life. May you take their depressions, their insecurities, their angers, their depressions, and bind them and rebuke them in your holy name. I ask you, most high, through your son, Yahushua Mashiach, Jesus Christ, to bless all those who they come encounter with, to give them an anointing, and to reveal yourself to them. So that they may have an encounter with you personally, to know you are the way, the truth, and the life, according to John 14 6. Thank you very much, Father, for all that you do. Thank you for Favor Radio and the Favor Radio community. And I thank you for my life, my family, my friends, and I forgive those who trespass against me. In your holy name I pray. Amen. You see, guys, it's just that easy. It's not religion. It's just having a relationship with the Father, with, in which He wants to have with you more than anything. So take this time, pray without ceasing. That means to pray continuously. Keep Him on your mind, morning, afternoon, evening, and night. In other words, all day. I'm your boy J At all, you all tuning in to Favoro Radio. That's my prayer to you all. Y'all stay blessed. All right, all right, family, we are back. Thank you once again. We are talking about the star power or the power of the star along with STDs. But we're not, like I said earlier, going to be getting into this thing. It's not going to be a a physical ad one-on-one or anything like that. It's just going to be talking about the occult esoteric sides of these things that maybe a lot of you have never heard before. And then there's, of course, those of you that have. Um, I've mentioned vaguely, briefly on other shows about obviously the STD part, the sexually transmitted disease. I've also mentioned that as a spiritual transfer, demonic uh, life form. And yes, each time you guys have sex with whomever your partner is. You're taking on whoever they've had sex with, as well as them taking on whomever you've had sex with. And see, these things are what they call, in today's terms, psychic links. Okay. Um, energy, again, remember, can either be created or destroyed, but simply transferred from one party to the next. And unless you break those bonds of whom you've been with in your past, and the best way to do that and the only way to do that family a lot of you may have other techniques you like to use uh severing the spiritual connections or the cords that connect us all to one another sort of like a networking link or a psychic bond or a psychic link is which that is is what it creates the best way to do that is through Mashiach. because you're not only breaking those links and those bonds You're breaking the chains of cords that you see and read in Proverbs chapter 5, verse 22. There's cords that each time we do something, we ain't got no business. We create an etheric cord like a web, or literally cords. And we wrap ourselves around in these cords. We get tangled up in them, but they always connect to something, They, they, they go to something. And so those cords have to be severed, they have to be broken. Detached rent rented as the Bible calls meaning to tear apart And this is where People create links to one another The more times you have sex with somebody You're also taking on that person's personality traits You're taking on their behavioral patterns You're also creating a a like a link I can't talk today for some reason (laughs) You're creating a psychic link to you and that person, which is how you are able to sense them more, know their thoughts more, be more in tune and more in sync with them. Because sex in the Bible means to get to know you. That's why the Bible refers to a woman with her husband or a husband with his wife as knowing him, knowing her to know a person is to be intimate with them. And that doesn't just mean physically, of course, but yes, physical, sexual connection intercourse is one way to create an ultimate bond a contract a covenant you're having sex which means you both are in agreement to enact and you're creating a uh, a pact or you're creating a bond a closer close-knitted stronger glued relationship it's a real thing because you're two spiritual beings merging as one. That's what it means to be twain, to become one. This is why the Bible encourages, or the Most High in his Bible encourages you to marry. So that you can be one flesh, one mind with that one person. Not with a ton of people, not with other, four, pe- four other people, 15 others, 100 others. Whatever the ca- case is, that's Chaos. You're taking on many other attributes, other personalities, and guess what? Other spirits that are attached to those people, curses that are attached to those people. You're taking them on onto yourself. You're making it a contractual agreement and through your act, you're automatically agreeing that whatever this person's got going on with them, you will be coming one with that person. It gets so much and so confusing and so chaotic that people are having Out of wedlock sex Just having fun They think in the flesh It's bad enough that you may catch something Right That in your physical act Like AIDS, HIV, gonorrhea Which is the clap Syphilis And so many other things Parasites Which they call crabs And all this stuff Uh, Gonorrhea All these different things man You don't want none of this stuff it's, it's terrible, and there's, really, there's way more that I, I haven't named, and I don't need to because all of these are based on having sexual intercourse, and you think just because you, you're protected that those things are gonna keep you from having to deal with pregnancies, unwanted pregnancies, of course, or having to catch something. You still have a chance of contracting something. The lady will say, I'm on the pill, I can't get pregnant, but the pill ain't gonna keep you from catching the disease. The guy said, well, you know, I'm strapped up. I I got it. I got it on tight. I got the helmet on. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing coming out of this. My soldier is strapped up and ready for war. Okay. well, guess what? Soldiers have been known to die in battle. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? In other words, man, there's more than one way to get the enemy. We always talk about chemical warfare, spiritual warfare. There's physical warfare. Warfare is warfare, man. And whether you know it or not, anytime you're having sex with somebody outside of your marriage, it's warfare. Maybe not to you, the two of you that's doing it, you know. But I say it's warfare because there's always risk that's unaccounted for, that's not even being taken into, um, you know, effect. Things that are not even being th- fully thought out. Because once that urge hits you and y'all get in your feelings, it's just it's Marvin Gaye time. Right. And I get it, man. We've all been through it. We've all been there for those of us who've experienced and been in the world. There's nothing new under the sun that I'm talking about here. But I'm here to tell you today in this podcast. Oh, yeah, we're going to touch on some of this occult stuff because this is what we do. And see, in the occult circles, especially the dark occult, that which you guys would love to call satanic or demonic. Or the negative side is a lot of people in the new age circles would like to refer to it as. It doesn't matter, fam, what name you give it. It doesn't take away what its purpose is. That's to ultimately kill, steal and destroy. To take what the creator has made good, to reverse it, invert it. To create chaos where there was none. To bring about the order, the natural order of things by bringing you an unnatural way of doing things and to make that the norm. Remember, these are the very things that will be given to this being we call Satan, Hashatan, whatever. He will be fully given when it's his time. Complete autonomy and authority to change the times and laws. As Daniel 7.25 tells us. He's already behind the world system, which we call the harlot. He's already behind that fan. So. Is it really hard for a lot of you that don't know this or, or never experienced spiritual things to believe this? Of course it is. Of course it is. You hear it. Sometimes you feel deep down inside there may be some truth to it, but you just haven't had the experience. So why why should you put pay it any mind? Well, ignorance is bliss to a lot of people, but I'm going to tell you something. What you don't know can hurt you or even kill you. So we don't want that, fam. We don't want that. So here's the thing. On my next commercial break, when we come back, we're going to get into this thing. So stay tuned. All right. Question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You this. want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Alright, alright family Thank you all once again for tuning in I'm your boy J Raider all That's right, you're tuning in to Pharaoh Radio Well you heard it here, you heard it first No doubt Alright, so today's topic is obvious Star power And we're going to be talking about that sexually transferred Transmitted Spiritually transferred Demons Okay, now, this ain't going to be about sex like that. It's just a part of this conversation. We're also going to be focusing on the star power, the star quality. What is a star? By the time, hopefully, at least the goal is family. By the time you hear the end of this show today, you're going to be thinking about what star means and looking at stars differently, including yourself. And these things can be right in your Bible. These things have been going on in the esoteric and the occult circles. Eso meaning, again, secret inner teachings, the secret circle of those like, say, for instance, secret societies. They have esoteric knowledge. That means they go beyond what the world has been taught. They go beyond what most people know, especially religious people. And that's no knock to anybody who's religious. The problem is the word religion, when you really look at it in the etymology, as I've been going over this for I don't know how long now. Doesn't matter. There's always somebody new coming on board, so welcome if you're new. Thank you for tuning in, and if you haven't, you know, been fully caught up on, you know, what Favor Radio is, my 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 most in, you know, my most. Oh, well, it's prayer time, family. But before we get there, what I was saying is, my most um, humblest goals are for anybody that's tuning into this show to look at the growth that has happened on this show with me. With the transition and, and, and how we talk, the things that we talk about. But we've always been a show all based on the knowledge, the information. We've always kept it real, authentic, no 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 matter what. So I ask any of you, go back, listen to some things, see for yourself, and kind of come up with your own conclusions from there. Real quick, family, before we get into what I'm about to say, you already heard that along. I don't I'm not gonna edit this out. This is gonna be a part of the show as always. It's 12 o'clock from where i'm at at the time of this particular podcast so what we're going to be doing is praying that's right dear heavenly father i want to thank you once again for giving uh all of us that's tuning in and those who aren't tuning in but are still alive another day of their life we know that everything matters while we're alive we know that we never it's never too late to come to you father we know it's never too late to be forgiven for sins no matter how bad they are, how how low we we feel about it, how how lost we've been or how much hopelessness that we think there's just no way a person like me or as they say, a sinner like me can ever be right in the eyes of the most high. Nobody is good, says the Bible. And that's in Psalm 17, 3, that's in Romans, chapter 3, 10, and that's in Mark, chapter 10, verse 19 or either 18. Actually, it's Mark 10, 19. So Anyway. Just read 18 and 19. You'll see it. <laughs> Thank you again, Father, for all that you do. I pray that anyone is getting this message, let the Holy Spirit, let the Ruach HaKodesh touch them, touch them in no way that no man or woman can touch them. Give them the kind of peace that only you can give them and give them the hope and the strength to pursue and to persevere in their life and move forward, knowing that no one is perfect and we're not trying to be. We're just trying to develop a relationship with you personally. It's not about religion. It's not about. Uh, it's not about. It's not about anything that man can traditionally put on another man to believe. It's about that spiritual bond between you and that person, meaning all of us. I want to thank you again, most heavenly Father Yahuwah Elohim, in Your mighty name through Your Son Yahushua Mashiach Jesus the Christ. We pray, Amen. And family, that was genuine. It's always genuine, and that's for everybody. Like I said, on this show, man, we not we ain't got no shame. You know, we keep it 100. Your boy's still your boy. I'm still in the game like you are. When I say in the game, I'm talking about the game of life. I'm still here. Thank you. The most high. Now, let's get back to this podcast. So we're talking about star quality, star power. Now, let's look at these things about the stars, for instance. The Bible talks about stars in different scriptures. I'm not going to give you a whole lot of different scriptures. It's all throughout the Bible, starting from the Old end to the New Testament. We know that angels have also been referred to as stars. It's in Revelation chapter one, verse 20. Check it out. Um, stars are also considered planets. Your Venuses, your Mercuries, the moon, all these different things. They are And the heavenly, they're the heavenly bodies that the Bible refers to, right? They're the celestial bodies or the cosmological bodies. These are different terms for things that are outside of our atmosphere and what you would call heaven or second heaven or what we know as space. These are the luminaries like the moon, the sun. But the moon gets its light from the sun because the sun charges the moon. And a lot of you didn't know that, but nonetheless, it's a celestial body. Each one of these things in the heavens have their own glory because the most high has glorified them. But each thing has its own responsibility, its own governing law, what it is to do for those that it governs over. And it has someone who stands over it. Angels were assigned to govern these different things. There are angels that are the size of you and me. There are angels that are the size of an asteroid. There's angels the size of a planet. And angels have been referred to as such. Now, we know the word angels, fam, comes from the Greek word angelos, which means messenger. and Hebrew, it's malach. Right? This is hence why the book of Malachi when you put the I on the end of it, 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 it it's to de- depict ownership as in my. So when you say my with well, an I, you're saying the I represents on the end of anything in Hebrew, my. Referring to you owning it or owning up to it. Ownership. So Malach, which is angel, becomes Malachi, which is my angel, my messenger, my king now we've been through this before that's not what we're here to do today but i just thought i'd give you all a little bit of a reminder and how these words play an intricate part in understanding or having overstanding and having knowledge of what's going on let me also say this family um i want to first of all congratulate all of you New listeners, old listeners. Now I say, old. I don't mean that in the sense of your age. I mean, those of you who have been rocking with your boy here for quite some time. I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for that because, you know, we get these analytical um, reports every year on our podcast of our progress. And I'll go through that um, uh, later on and maybe the next show. Uh, But I just want to say that real quick. Thank you all so much for your support. Please continue to share these podcasts with your family, your friends. Um, Talk about us. Tell the people what we're about. We're about any and everything. We talk about that spirit life. We're about that. We talk about real life. Ain't nothing fake on this show. Nobody is, 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 you know, trying to just put on a good show. I want to entertain, yes, but I also want to educate at the same time. I want you to feel rejuvenated, strengthened. I want you to feel like you learned something or that you're not crazy. All right. You're not by yourself. You, we do go through these things in life, whether it's regular, physical, human things or supernatural. We talk about it. Any and everything on this show So I want to thank you ladies and gentlemen And even if I have some young listeners on here Thank you as well Thank all of you From the bottom of my heart I really thank you All blessings be to the most High, y'all all praise be to him Because I wouldn't have been able to do it without him And I want to thank you all too Because this wouldn't be a show without y'all Alright so Sexually transmitted diseases Or as we speak on the other side of things from the occult version that that which is hidden it's really spiritually transferred demons now you know we're going to do a show on demons one day i'm just going to talk about who demons are what the names are these beings what their purposes are what their powers are it's going to go deep i'm not a demon i'm not a demonologist someone who studies demons but i have studied on them okay i just don't like the term (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we got different terms for different entities from different uh, spiritual doctrine or religious backgrounds. You know, in the Quran, beings are referred to as jinn, but they're not actually looked at as just demons. They're looked at as they could be good or bad. Well, in the Bible, demons are not good. There's no good in them. Their nature is bad, and specifically, they only are out to, to please their master, the fallen angels. And Hashatan, right, who's, you know, as Halal or Lucifer or or Samael, Azazel, all these are different entities, by the way, a lot of people like to contribute Hashatan as Lucifer. And I'm not saying they're wrong because what the word Satan means is means adversary. It means accuser. One who opposes god it's a title fam it's not the name of an entity it's the name that an entity bears when he goes against the most high if he's a fallen angel or as we like to call a demonic being and fallen angels and demons are not always the same types of beings fallen angels are demonic in their nature but they're not demons okay demons are those who were once giants in the earth who were byproducts or offspring of fallen angels and mortal women When the fallen angels came down to earth and saw that the women, meaning the daughters of men, were fair. And the Bible uses the term fair, which means very beautiful, pretty. Uh, And they were also able to match the physical composition. See, fallen angels, angels have bodies. Remember, before they fell, they had glorified bodies. They were spiritual beings, but they had a spiritual body, which means they could take on any shape or form they wished at will. So, of course, a mortal woman in these physical earthly bodies. Once these angels came down here and they left their first estate, that means their position, what they were assigned to do, and they left their position in their glorified body and they dropped down to something lower in their nature, as well as their physical appearance. Some of these angels, you know, to us, they look beautiful and all this. Right. But. They have the ability to shapeshift. They have all types of powers, powers you can't believe. And to us, they would mean to us, they would seem like gods. Highly, supernaturally intelligent beings with powers. They were like Superman. okay. and you got different ranks of beings. But to a human, a mortal human is no match for an angel. So. Not on a physical level, you know, not on the spiritual or, or, or the mental fortitude or the ac- uh, acuity is no it's no comparing us to them. Now, the only way we can be above them and eventually the Bible tells us for those who will be with the most high. And and when they, you know, in the future, as we get um, our new glorified bodies, we will be higher than them right now. We're made a little lower than them. And they use terms like a little lower, but it's really not a little <laughs> There's a lot of significance. But if the Bible say that, don't question it. Question it, but don't don't be uh, disrespectful in your questioning. If you don't know something, you're always supposed to question things. The Bible says to prove all things, right? It says to search the scriptures. So you're allowed to ask these questions to to uplift and, 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 and um, strengthen your knowledge. That's what the Most High wants. He wants you to do that so he can give you his spirit to give you revelation and to give you greater knowledge and wisdom. So you're supposed to ask for those things and he will supernaturally give them to you. So there's nothing wrong with that. But I just wanted to go into that little, you know, that little rant real quick just to kind of give some of you a reminder of what these things are. As we go into today's show, we're going to be talking and I don't want to have to keep stopping to go back on things we've already talked about previously. But this stuff ties in, family. It's very important that you get this. And so I don't mind ever going back because knowledge just never gets old. We get old physically, but we're supposed to be maturing and getting better. So knowledge is power. And that's why Hosea 4:6 says what it says. My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. So we don't want that to be the case. And this, let me tell you something. It's more than talking about these things in a knowledgeable sense. Some people have a very broad, wide, logical and intelligent mind when it comes to logic memorization. That's all well and dandy. I don't care how well you know scriptures. Are you applying them? Are you humbling yourself? I need to do this myself more and more. If you're seeking the most high, the first thing you got to do is have humility. That means to humble yourself. Can't be coming to him with an arrogant, pompous, heady or haughty mind, narcissistic type of attitude and act like somebody owe you something. Nobody owes you anything. You owe everything that you ever were and have in your life, especially being alive, to the very one who created us all, the Most High. He's getting the glory, not me. I appreciate those who rock with me, who support me, who love me genuinely. But J-rated R is just a man. Never worship a man or a woman. Never put people on a pedestal. You show things. uh, You show your respect. You can revere people. You can speak highly of people. But you don't idolize nobody, including me, okay? I'm just like you, I'm your equal. We're all in this together. No man or woman has a, su- uh, a monopoly on suffering and nobody is above anybody. So don't ever let anybody ever make you feel like that. You are worth it, all of you. You have value, you have purpose. If you didn't, the most high would have created you. And I know there's those times we slip in the darkness where we feel hopelessness, we feel like uh, our presence is not respected. It's not valued by others. And that's the way of the world. That's the flesh. That's the way the devil works. He operates off of your fleshly weaknesses. He's counting on that to counterattack you having what has been divinely given to you or waiting or awaiting you to be inherited. The Most High wants to give you the keys to the kingdom. He wants to give you your own mansion. He wants to he wants to create you to be perfected, and I don't mean perfection, is he's he made you perfectly the way you're supposed to be as a human. We messed up when we failed. No, nah, Adam and Eve messed up his plan, but seriously, it's 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 every day, family. All of us are struggling with life, we're struggling with feelings, we're struggling with trying to find purpose, our position in this world, and we like to base those things a lot of times off of what other people think. We like to. Uh, compare ourselves to what other people have. And that's what I want to talk about today with you being a star. You are a star family. Now, what is a star? Let's go with, let's take this thing simple. Look at Hollywood. Let's go to Hollywood for a second. This is why these things are not coincidental. There's no, oh, that's a coincidence that he said that. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. No, these things are actual facts that stem all the way back beyond human understanding and they put the truth and hide it in plain sight because a lot of people don't know what they're looking at (sighs) so hollywood likes to call celebrities and not just hollywood but now look at the music industry look at the movie industry look at the sports world all of these people that are athletes actors actresses singers Performers, artists of all kinds who have been uh, put on a public platform. The world has now recognized them for their talents, their skills, their acting, their performance, their showmanship. We end up idolizing these people. But what do we call them? Other than celebrities, we call them what? Stars. The basketball has stars, they have superstars. You in the movie and the music industry are a star, you're a celebrity. Now, funny that we say all this because if we're gonna do an extension on this later, which we will, we're gonna be talking about Halal again, which is the name in Hebrew for the Latin name Lucifer, meaning light bearer, bringer of light. But when you look at the word Halal, which I told you comes from the word Halal, Halal, Halal. This is where you get hallelujah hallelujah, all praise be to Yah. Halal or Halal, which is the actual name of Lucifer in Hebrew means to celebrate. It means to praise, to anoint. You see, Lucifer is a light being. He was one of, if not one of the brightest, if not the brightest angelic being who was right there before the throne of the Most High himself, second in command. That's how powerful he was. Now we read in Ezekiel that he was a cherub. But when we talk about the dragon, the devil, we understand he's a seraphim. There are seraphims who are also cherubs, but we're not going to get into that. That's why also a lot of speculation can be that Lucifer and the being we call the dragon, the devil, Hashatan or Satan, is not the same entity. All fallen angels are Satans because Satans are adversaries. They're They're opposers of God. They are accusers. So they're all Satan's. When we say Satan, we all usually mean it in the uh, monotheistic sense. And we usually mean it as we're talking about the devil, that serpent. There is a serpentine race. We see this in Genesis forty-nine seventeen when we talk about the tribe of Dan, the Assyrians and all these things, which are the same tribes and bloodlines that the Antichrist are coming from and coming through. See, this stuff is not new. It goes all the way back to the beginning. That's why the Bible says nothing is new under the sun. It's the same yesterday, today, and it will happen again until the Most High comes back and changes it. He gives you a repetition to go by in the historical uh, fashion where history repeats itself so you can see these things once you recognize it. Those who have eyes will see, let those who have ears hear the truth. Everybody else is the walking dead, they're blind. They're mentally dead. They're spiritually dead. So that makes them zombies. But there's a spiritual side of this that we're referring to. But then there will be people in the Bible who will literally come back from the dead on both the good and the bad side. The bad side will be considered zombies. This is why people who are possessed really badly or people who are on drugs who get possessed that way. Pharmacia, which is the word for pharmaceutical in English, which is relating to drugs, which is also called witchcraft. This is why these things take precedence in people's lives and why demonic activity is so high on top of the rituals, blood sacrifices, opening portals through sin, using Ouija boards, tarot cards, all these things that the Most High finds detestable and calls it divination. Right. Mediumship, seeking the dead. All that stuff is against the Most High and because he says he's against it, it's what opens the demonic world through Spiritual contact, physical blood being shed is a vortex. It's a force field. There's life in the blood. There's spirit is in the blood. This is why Yahusha, Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the lamb. His blood was innocent. It was sinless. He's got divine properties in it. And because he was sinless when he did it, it bought us a price. He paid the toll for all sin took it on himself, died on the cross, shed the blood for salvation so that we could have life through him and be able to be redeemed and reborn and made new again. Because the Most High is a holy God. He's a God without sin. Holy means to be set apart from. He's not like no one else. So, now that you have a more under Keen understanding of what these things Mean we're going to go into what the real True podcast is talking about Stars stars Again so celebrities what, well, what is a star in general It's a celestial Body it shines it's a little miniature Sun so, Okay your sun is called a star The sun in the sky that shines Every day it rises and, and, and Sets It is A star and so when we talk about these things and we're not going to get too, too deep on these things. I love getting deep, fam. You know, I do. I love getting really deep on all these things. But we, that's not necessary today. But I want you to do your own research. I want you to go behind J. Read it. I want you to take it to the next step for yourself and look into these things. I'm telling you, the Bible says, let every word be established. It's true. When you speak something, you speak it into existence. That's why the power is in the tongue. Proverbs eighteen twenty one, James chapter 3, verse 5 through 10. You got to study these things to show yourselves approved. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Why? Because everything in the Bible is supernatural. The words themselves. Yes, man put the words in the Bible, but it was the Holy Spirit through man that gave him the knowledge and the power. They're, they're the words of the Bible are the words of the Most High. That's why in John chapter 1, verse 1, It says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word made flesh. If you skip down to 14 verses and first, I mean, not in first John, but in regular John, chapter one, verse 14, the word made flesh is Jesus Christ. He's the one who framed the world in Hebrews, chapter one, Hebrews, chapter 11, verse one through three. You got to understand what you're looking at. You're looking at through a supernatural book with human eyes and understand it. And the only way to know the revelation and the mysteries of the Bible and the supernatural way, you have to have the spirit of the most high dwelling in you. He will give you the gifts of the spirit. It's just that simple, fam. So when we talk about stars, Daniel chapter 12, verse three talks about us being like stars in the sky. We will shine a lot of these stars that you all are seeing, no matter how much how many years ago you think it is, because how how long it takes light to reflect and come to Earth. Okay, now we know the sun's rays based on science. It takes eight minutes for the sun's rays to reach the earth. Right now, stars in general, the ones you see at night, the luminaries. Those stars, a lot of those stars are angels. So a lot of them are always blinking off on colors, weird colors. And you see some stars actually moving. So you say maybe it's at a comet or or maybe that's just blah, 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 blah. Maybe it's a meteorite family a lot of these things are angelic and that's how big they are if we can see them in the sky the Bible says there will come a time where the stars in heaven will fall to the earth and it will be complete darkness this is in your Bibles in Luke 21 Matthew 24 make sure you read it it's in Revelation as well and it's in the book of Daniel so all throughout all these different scriptures that we have gone over before I want you all to understand as best as you can that nothing we talk about on this show is ever just fictitious. It may seem so unrealistic to a lot of you non-believers that you won't be receptive to it. And if you're not open enough to take in what somebody's saying, hence the word comprehension, to understand, meaning to take in what is being conveyed or related to you. Then it's going to be hard for you to, to see these things, even when they happen right in front of you, because a lot of you are going to be in denial when you see it, because you've been raised in a five sense perception, a construct mind of I only believe what I can see, touch, taste, smell and hear. And feel even when you see these things, feel these things and taste them and touch them or whatever the case is, you still don't believe because your mind cannot fathom things that are supernatural. It's not making sense based on the the laws of physics that we're governed by and it's not supposed to fam so when we talk about stars we're talking about a multitude of things in one meaning you got to understand there's double triple meanings behind things but it doesn't take away that the fact is those are what they are when you get hit and you raise your consciousness and vibrate higher enough to start seeing behind beyond the veil to see things as they are or to see them in the patterns that they're reflecting or showing you in the physical world, this one, you start realizing, oh, there's something going on much greater than what I can see. There's something governing this person, something governing, everything is governed and approved by the most high. But yes, you have lower level beings, angels in this case, who are assigned certain things. So family, that's all I want you to know. That's all I want you to get. That's all I want you to understand. So you are a star. I'm a star. Now, let's talk about how the dark occult, the witches, the warlocks, the demonic, the the, the kingdom of darkness. Let me tell you how they operate. They have vision, just like a lot of you have gifts to see into the spirit. Literally. Now, y'all like to call them different names. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant means one who can see clearly. Right. You call them psychics. A lot of you. Witches, warlocks, a lot of these people have a lot of these abilities. Some don't, some do. Some attain this power through ritual. And, and just like you can climb the ranks through the most high giving you abilities and giving you things, Satan gives gifts too. But Satan ain't the most high. Now, he can give you gifts through the demonic. A lot of us already have these Latin abilities that we don't know that are lying dormant within us. And Satan can see that in the spirit world. He can see you coming into this world. You have a destiny. Each one of you have stars. You are a star. First of all, you are in the image and likeness of the most high. You are a spiritual being. You came from heaven into a physical body. That's first and foremost. But then when you are in these bodies... In the spirit world, they can see people who have stars. Now, all stars are important. There's no one who's above or greater than anybody else. It just so happens, though, some people are here for a greater role. When I say greater, I don't mean that your role is any less important. I mean that some people have more assignments because the Most High wants each and every one of us to do certain things. Doesn't mean nobody's role is greater or more important than anybody else's. It means that you are assigned a specific assignment he determines your steps he already has written your story you have free will though so a lot of times we don't always follow our purpose in life we take different routes trying to find ourselves as humans but the most high has already written it in the akashic records and the and the records of the heavens and the library that's in the heavens About what you are here to do Your destiny, it goes before you This is why he says in Isaiah 46 Verse 10, he declares The end from the beginning He wrote about who you were before you Even incarnated, that's in Psalms Chapter 137 Let me make sure I'm right on that, See the Psalms 137 Or 139 However Just like in the book of Jeremiah Chapter 1 verse 5 he knew you before you were in the womb. Well, of course, he fashioned you. He created you. He put himself, written his own name in our DNA. Do you know that they call the right hand that the Bible talks about in Revelation 13 when it comes to the mark of the beast? Not that the, the mark of the beast that in order to be allowed to, to sell and to buy when Satan full, fully comes empowered through his his beast, which is the Antichrist, his false Christ, that When you do take the mark of the beast, it will be either in the forehead or on the right hand. Now, a lot of you saying, well, it might be literally in the right hand. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I've learned a little bit more. Do you know in the scientific genetic department that they call certain strands of new DNA being placed already in your DNA, the right hand? Satan wants, this is why the mark of the beast won't be so, this is why you won't be able to be redeemed if you take it. You won't be able to say, I made a mistake. I go back to Jesus like you can any other sin you commit. When you take the mark of the beast, when you take the mark of Satan, family. It's going to be something that's going to be irreversible and it's going to affect you not only on the physical, it's going to connect and and, and affect you on the spiritual. So be aware of that. Be aware of that. That's why you will not be able to be redeemed if you take the mark. You can cut your hand off. It don't matter. It's in your DNA. It's going to change you. He's trying to write out the code of God in your DNA. And God's going to allow him to do it because he, he needs people to come to him based on free will. If you love somebody, you dedicate yourself to them. You stay loyal to them. This is what faith is. Faith is also means loyalty. Some of y'all can't even stay faithful To your own cause You you can't stay faithful in your relationships How you gonna stay faithful to the most high You say well I ain't gonna do this I ain't gonna do that Satan ain't gonna get me But he already got you bro Whether you know it or not If you're not rocking with the most high You on the other guy's side Whether it's involuntarily or voluntarily or not You see what I'm saying? This is these are the things that we got to be marquee in, fam. These are the things we got to be aware of. A lot of people don't want to hear this because it feel like you judging them. It feel like you coming down on them. I'm not coming down on nobody. I tell you all all the time. I'm right there with you when it comes to living day by day, trying to do the best thing, not to stumble. I have stumbled. I have backslid. I've done all those things and I've had to truly repent, not just out of my mouth, but out of my heart. Now, repent means metanoia in Greek, which means to have a change of mind following your heart but see man cannot be in his heart all the time For the bible says man's heart is desperately wicked it's continuously evil it's confusion that's why the world tell you to follow your heart do what your heart tell you if your heart tell you to kill somebody or rape a child you're gonna do that too is that good no it's not this is why the most high I say in order to really make these moves you gotta have a spirit in you man you gotta have His spirit and i'm not saying that because we all are in this together each one teach one. Team. Together each or everyone achieves more. Okay? That's what this is, man. It's a team effort. Now, Psalms, as I was saying, 139, I think it is. I know I said 137. Uh, I think it's 139.15. Because 137 don't even feel right me telling you that. Yeah, it's Psalms 139 verse 15 says, you know me inside and out. This is David talking to the Lord. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. See, the real true fashioner, right? We will create it in a symbolic way on the potter's wheel that you hear about in Jeremiah chapter 18, verse one through six. We will fashion family. And this is in ancient Egypt. You can see this with with the with the god Kanum who fashioned man. And some of y'all will say, well, that's where the Bible get it from. It got it from, it got it from uh from ancient Egypt. Man, I used to think like that. <laughs> Again, we're gonna have another talk about that whole ancient Kemet, which is Egypt. You, you guys know I've studied under the Egypt Egyptologist as well. That's why I do a lot of Egyptology, and there's a lot of truth to that. I'm not knocking it, but we don't need the confusion right now with me telling you too many things about too many beings all at once. But I want you all to know you are a star. You are a star. What does Daniel 12, 3 say? Let me go ahead and look it up. And I suggest you all do too. Daniel chapter 12, verse three. It's very vague. It's very, you know, and it says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. You are a star. Let me tell you something about what a star represents. It also represents light in itself. Hear me out. Light in itself represents intelligence. You are a being of light. You are a being of intelligence. A being of light created us and everything in this universe. Because he's the most exalted. He's the most high. That means he's the highest intelligent ever. His light shines like nobody else's. Everybody light, even other light shining beings, light is dim compared to the most high because he's the brightest of the brightest. That's why he's called the most high. He's the highest of the highs. Now he sits amongst the divine council. You see this in Psalms 82 verse 1. They refer to them as Elohim in the plural sense, meaning gods or judges. That's what Elohim means. It means judges or gods, plural. Or those beings or these beings. So he's, yes, referred to as Elohim himself because he is a triune being. He's the God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit. Not that it's three separate gods. In the Trinity, it's one being with three different functionalities, three operations. And the Bible tells us this literally. So I don't understand why so many people are always confused about this Trinitarian doctrine. It's right there in the words of the Bible. But a lot of people don't study their Bibles. They know all this stuff. Y'all are going off of one or two passages or a few verses here and there. The Bible gives us these different things all the way from the Old into the New Testament. You just got to know where to look. And the words are right there. Plain as day You can't even deny it Yet people always are trying to misinterpret things And I've done those things I mean we're men We're humans And and, and we're women You know All of us are humans We're going to make mistakes We're going to misinterpret The Bible says we only know in part fam. We don't know everything in full That can be found in 1 Corinthians 13 So when you get into uh, verses 9 9 to 11 So we only know in part Bible says that one day we will know everything. We will be like the most high. Everything will become clearer. Everything will be known to us. We will have full memory and know knowledge of what things are and who each other are. We will know everybody. But right now, in, these, in this world, in these bodies, it's kind of like it's hazy. It's it's, it's it's incomplete. It's puzzles. You get a little bit here, a little bit there. That's what Isaiah 20, 10 is talking about. When it's talking about line upon line, line upon line, right? Precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. You're not getting everything in full. So that's why a lot of people's knowledge is or everybody's knowledge is it's got truth in it, but it ain't the full truth. It's confusion. And Satan has done a good job knowing that he's weaved truth and lies together. So you don't know which one is which he'll give you a little bit of the truth and then give you the rest of a lie. And that's what he's great at. He's the great deception. He's the great deceptionist. He's the deceiver. He's a master deceiver. That's why Yahusha said there's no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he's being himself. So these are the things you need to keep hearing from people who are on the up and up. And that doesn't mean somebody's greater than you in knowledge. I'm not greater than any of you in anything. So what? I got a little bit ahead of the game on some things. There's things y'all know I don't know and vice versa. We're a team. Together, everyone achieves more. We're in this together. No one man or woman is greater than the other. No one man's sin is lesser or greater than the other because sin is the same in the eyes of the most high. If you commit one sin and you don't repent for it, you're going to hell either way. doesn't matter, fam. It doesn't matter. Yes, God does have certain sins that he, he looks at with more disgust, but he looks at all of them like that. <sighs> anyway, You are a star. Angels are stars. Planets are stars. The sun is a star. These are celestial bodies. Remember, when you astral project out of your physical body, the word astral means what? It comes from the Greek word astron, meaning star. You are a being of light. You were made in the image and likeness of your creator, the most high. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. He created you. Jane, uh, Jeremiah 18, one through six. He knew you before you were in the womb. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. He knows everything about you. He created you bit by bit. Psalms chapter 139, verse 15 that I just read. You are a star. You are bright. You will shine like one who was bright. Daniel chapter 12, verse three. And we could go all day with all of this. I told you that angels are considered stars. Revelation chapter one, verse 20. There's so many different passages I could give. And I'm not here to do that today. I'm just here to give you the, the breakdown. So know this. Before we get deep in this podcast and great, take our next commercial break. This is about knowing the, the occult. Occult means that which is hidden. When you hear the word occult, automatically most people's minds race. Oh, that's evil. That's devilish. That's the dark occult. Put the word dark in front of it to give it specifics. The word dark occult is referring to dark magic. All magic. And that's why this word magic is a manipulating word because people have this notion that if they do things on the light end versus the dark end, they're good. Like I've heard a thing called good witches versus bad witches. The Bible makes no such distinguishment. To God, if you are a witch, You're not a prophetess of his. You are against him. That makes you a pawn of Satan, a spawn of Satan. You are working in the the devil's laboratory, fam. You may have good intentions, but you can't mix oil with vinegar and not expect a reaction. That's spiritual warfare, chemical warfare, spiritual warfare. You understand? Some things just don't mix. You may have the best intentions, but see, that's what ignorance does. Ignorance is bliss to a lot of us, to all of us, really, because we don't know no better. We think what we're doing is good when the whole time you've been working for the enemy. And he laughs at us because he's looking at us like, you want me to bow down to this creation? You want me to give to your creation? Not a chance this is how he looks at the most high because he sees himself as better and greater than us made better than us and the Quran goes even into that even more but we're not talking about the Quran right now but the Quran is right about that a bliss as he's known in the, in the Quran means the rebellious one he would not bow before man when God created Adam and all these other beings because he looked at us as we're below him we're beneath him they should be bowing to us <laughs> you know And that was one of the reasons why he got kicked out of heaven, according to the Quran. Now, I do believe certain things in the Quran can go along with the biblical truth. The problem with the Quran is that, and I don't want to offend anybody who's of the Quran of the Sufi teachings and all these different doctrines of the Quran. The Quran will admit that Jesus was like a prophet. They'll say he was he was all the things in terms of his birth, that he did all the miracles. They admit to everything about him except the one thing that matters the most, that he was the son of God and he's the Messiah. They don't want to somehow believe that. Everything else though, he did as far as his miracles, him defeating the Antichrist when he comes back on the second coming, they got that in in their scriptures. And see the Quran came out 500 to 600 years after the Bible, man. So Allah, when you look at who this being Allah is, And we can go into all of that, and I'm not going to do that today. Matter of fact, I'm going to leave it off right now. I'm going to leave it off. Now study a little bit all these things. But see, studying is one thing, family. Knowing and and, and putting yourself, submerging yourself in the culture is a different way. The only way to really know something is to become it, to be a part of it, to become a member of it. I see a lot of times people have this misconceived notion of things because they study them from afar but they don't submerge themselves in the culture and make themselves a part of that stuff to really know how it works. So that's the difference in having experience versus just having knowledge. Wisdom is experience. Knowledge is data, collected data or data, which is good information. But if you don't apply it, you don't learn through trial and error, you cannot become wise. Wisdom is power. It's one of the attributes of the Most High Himself. You can read about this more of the seven spirits of the Most High in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, as well as in Revelations. But I'm not going to get into that right now. God has seven spirits. Each one of those are attributes of Him that He gives to us when we have His Spirit in us. We have the image and likeness of Him in us already. But when we receive the Holy Spirit, we literally become like him in terms of our divine nature inside. Now, we still sin in these bodies. We still fall short and all of that because we haven't been completely changed all the way around. But that's what the Holy Spirit's function is. While it's while he's in you, the Holy Spirit, he's doing a great work that only the father knows and he's changing you. But he's not going to force you. He gave you free will. He will come. He has a gentle nature about him. He's not in there to possess you and take over. And if you keep doing things of your own volition, your own free will, that's dark and you're not repenting of your sins and you're doing it on purpose and you're making provisions, meaning to make plans to do these things. Eventually, he will leave the temple because he can't dwell in a sinful temple like that. He's not going to leave if you commit a sin a few times here and there. He'll still be there. That's why the Bible says don't grieve the spirit, because when you have him in you, and you're still doing sinful things. It's grieving him. It hurts him because he's a holy being. Dwelling in an unholy temple You, me So a star Now that we have that We're going to really get into the rest of this podcast Talking about the title A lot of people come on this show family For those of you who don't maybe You know, want to know why, went it's all that A lot of people need to hear this man Some people are coming in on the show for the first time And so I encourage those of you Who are new to the show To go back to some of my uh, much older podcasts With the titles that are very self-explanatory and check them out to educate yourself, to get yourself caught up to the podcast that we're doing right now. This was for you. Now, the rest of this podcast will be for all of you. And those of you that are caught up, this is all going to be for everybody. So I hope that that has helped. Family, we're going to go ahead and take our next commercial break. When we come back, we're going to jump straight into it. Sexually transmitted diseases. That's not what this is about, but we're going to have to go into that so I can take you into the occult Of what it means to be Spiritually transferred demonic Right Or spiritually transferred demons And then we'll talk about the why, how the stars Play an intricate part in all this Because there are people out here who are In the dark circles With different titles Witches, warlocks, satanists You name it, it's all under the same umbrella Of beings Just disguised and coded To look different but it's all under the same agenda, under the same agency, which is the, the, the darkness, the kingdom of darkness. All right. So we're going to talk about how people are going to steal your star from you. Even when you before your, your mom can fully have you in the belly, there are beings trying to take your star from you. Then when you do, when you are born. Right. You got people. That will just show up in your life, or people you meet on the streets that can see you in the spirit. They can see your auric field. They have beings that they can see or hear. And they will tell them, that one right there. Or they'll see it. And in the spirit plane, you literally have what looks to be a star where your third or your first eye is. And your body shines differently. Because your star, we're gonna talk more about it. It has information. Your destiny, your abilities, and so many other things. When Satan can steal a person's star, because they have to give them the star through their own free will, they can't just snatch it from you. When they steal your star, curses come into your life. Your destiny gets thrown off. You change in behavior. And other people who have taken your star purposely. Because you don't know that these people are actual warlocks and real witches that do real rituals and have real meetings in the dark times through the hours of 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., which is usually 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., the witching hour while we're asleep. They're having rituals. They're having astral meetings in the demonic planes and the spirit world targeting individuals, putting curses around people planning out how they're going to take your start. And one of the biggest ways to do that family is through sexual manipulation because sex is a contract. It's a covenant. It's an agreement. The moment you two hook up and start doing it, that's when you agree to have them take from you that which you're willing to give. And you don't even realize it. I'm your boy, J Rated R. don't go away, family. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. good people we are back i'm your boy j rated r and yes, right you're tuning in the favorite radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt so we are talking about star power and what these different things are now let's get straight into it you are a star not only are you a star because you are made in the image and likeness of the the most high god Right. If you want to use that term, you are a being of light. All the things of the universe that are created and made up are also in you. You are a triune being a three part made being you are of the earth, the dirt, the dust, the ground. You are a spiritual being a being who has a spirit. You are a being who is spirit. Okay, and you are a soul being you have a soul. You are a spiritual being with a soul who is created from the dirt and these earthly, fleshly, carnal bodies. It's OK. OK, so there's no mistake in that. This is scientifically proven, spiritually uh, uh, recorded as doctrine, and it is the truth. Now, we're not going to have a genetic class today on molecular structure and the genetic uh, genome and the codons and all of that. You know this because you've heard me go into this many times before for those of you who've been walking with me. Now, for those of you that are new, please, once again, listen to my older shows, get caught up, get familiar with who I am, get familiarized with the show. And, you know, that should help you a whole lot without me having to repeat a lot of what most of my listeners have already know. Okay, now. We went over earlier, Hollywood, just as an example. Nothing happens by coincidence. Nothing just happens by happenstance or happen chance. All things are orchestrated, designed to happen a certain way. Okay? There's no conspiracy theories here, family. This is not a coincidence of incidences happening. These things happen, even though to us they may look like those things. I can assure you that they're not. All things happen for a reason, whether You know that or not, whether you believe that or not, it doesn't change the fact that it is what it is and why it is now sex. Let's get back on that subject real quick. We know that if we have unprotected sex, there's always that chance someone either getting pregnant or someone contractually catching something that's not new. That's basic one-on-one in the cycles of life. Now, how does this pertain to the spirit side of it? Well, I told you briefly, and I'm going to tell you again to go into it with further uh, explanation, that any time you have sex with anyone, whether it's you, it's both of you, Every time you do that, you are agreeing in the spirit world to take on that person's attributes, to take on whatever curses or blessings that person has. You are becoming one with somebody. It's not just the physical level. It stems from the physical level. See, it's always more to what, than what meets the eye. It's always more to the story. Physically, you're exchanging bodily fluids. Physically, y'all are connecting. Physically, you're engaging in an act that is both agreed, complied, and you're okay with it. It's consensual, meaning you consented to doing it. It's not forced, even though it does happen that way. And those, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Whether it's forced or not, anytime the act is made, You're creating a bond with someone, whether you want to or not. Sex is the two becoming one. Two opposing sides enacting a sexual agreed act. And sometimes it's not always agreed, but the act itself still makes it agreeable in the spirit world. And that can also create trauma, drama, uh, you name it. Anything that can create a demonic portal or link from one party to the next, especially when it's forced, especially when there's rape, especially when there's brutality involved, physical uh, abuse involved. These things are traumatizing and they open an individual up to the to the demonic world. Not only are you committing a sin, not only are you doing a vicious act, not only are you doing all these things to somebody against their will, if it is those things, That's also making it legal in the spirit world for demons to come into your life, to attach themselves to you, to go inside your body, inside your temple. And see, these are things that people don't know. They just see physical bodies, belly smacking, cheeks clapping, all these different things happening and having a good time. And God, let me tell you something. Y'all made it where it's supposed to be good, family. He made it where you're supposed to enjoy sex. You're supposed to acknowledge the person you're with, but you're not supposed to go ahead just, just be, just be getting it on randomly with any and everybody. Come on, that's a careless act in itself. That's reckless. And say what you want. You are your own person. You have free will. Absolutely, I'm not here to condemn nobody because. We're all guilty of these things one way or the other. There is a natural attraction, especially when it's usually the opposite, because we were created to be attracted to the opposite sex. The Bible says in Genesis two eighteen, it is not good for man to be alone. So y'all made him a complimentary partner. So my thing is this. Those things are fine. This is not about sex. This is showing you how sex is used beyond normal comprehension, normal human understanding. This is about not only the act of feeling good and pleasuring oneself physically, yes, but spiritually, what is going on behind the veil while you're doing it? Who are you with? Why are you with them? What is the implications and ramifications of your actions? These are the things that will help solidify the deal, the contract, right? When sex is in the in, in in the act, when sex is proposition, when sex is on the table for an option, it solidifies a whole lot of things otherwise that you would have to had to have done ritualistically and other things of that nature to get around getting somebody to agree. But once the sex is in place, oh that does a whole lot of things now. Because there's no longer a wall or barrier put up, there is a entry, there is a welcoming, there is a come on in, if you will, if you catch my drift. And somebody's definitely coming in, and they definitely coming. And I'm not saying that to be derogatory. I'm not saying that to be nasty. We're mature adults here. You already know what it is. Now I ain't got to say it and be all. Uh, vulgar and vain in what i'm saying but i'm saying it like a real person authentically because that's what you're gonna get when you come on my show this show once again you may not have heard me say this saying uh in a long time so i'm gonna say it today on this show we come real we come raw we come authentic or we don't come at all on this show there's no filters there's no censorship and there's no bs Now, I would like to censor a little bit of what I say, because I'm trying to change my ways of how I usually use terminology. However, I'm not going to change speaking the truth. I'm not going to change coming with a passive aggressive type of attitude when I need to, because a lot of times these things are not just for entertainment value. Family, there's the seriousness behind all this. There's truth behind this. There's passion in this. And you got to understand that educating yourself on these things can save not only your life, but give you salvation. Because it's the life after you lead this life that really matters. And you want to try to live a better life while you're in this life because that's the whole point. This life matters because it's going to determine where you go when you leave here and to the next one. And the next one's forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever, ever. This is just temporarily. And as the book of James tells us, plainly, this life is but a vapor. Here one minute, gone on the next. Literally. So y'all, don't put too much emphasis on on everything you're doing here. What you, what you get out of this life matters to how you live your life in the next life. And this ain't no reincarnation, I'm talking about this ain't no coming back, or you know, you do it to start over fresh. If that was the case, there wouldn't be no hell. No, this is about you not taking the risk of finding out the hard way that there's there's just that one side. Death is appointed to us once according to the scriptures in Hebrews chapter nine, verse 27. You're only allotted and appointed one death. That means when you die after this is judgment. There is no, I'm coming back and doing this over again because I messed up. This ain't no push or rewind button (laughs) And, 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 and start again. Now, I don't know what the Most High has beyond that. He is the creator of the universe. There is some truth to the reincarnating, but in a different way. And I've already had a show on that. For those of you who don't know or need to go back and and, and familiarize yourself again Go to the show that I talk about reincarnation It's not going to be what you think But it's definitely a good show to listen to Now Sex is the key to everything Sex is key Sex gets things done It's used to arrange It's used to manipulate, to deceive, it's used to garner, it's used to connect, to make bonds, to make deals, good or bad, for love or for lust. Sex is life itself. Without it, we don't reproduce here. It's not just a pleasure system. It's not just something that we've taken for granted, turned into a pornography industry of fornicating and adultery and all these other bestiality acts of homosexuality and all these different things. Now, for anybody that may be homosexual, bisexual, transsexual, anything of that nature, I'm not here to offend. I love you just as much as I love anybody else. Real talk. You like what you like, you do what you do. Those things are on you. My job is to be a messenger, say what the message is, when, if, it, how, if and how it relates to the scriptures and what is being used even in the dark circles of the occult, because these things are all we're all victims being used by the dark side, whether we know it or not, whether we like it or not, whether we agree to it or not, whether we believe it or not. We are all victims of things because we lack knowledge. Now, some people have this knowledge. Some people tuning into this show may be warlocks and witches. Some of you may see yourself as a good witch or a good warlock. You say, I only do good things. I cast good spells. I only work in the light. I don't do the dark. I don't I only this. I only that. Yet, you, what you're not hearing yourself say is, I only do. I only do. Meaning you're doing something that is not supposed to be done according to the scriptures. But see, a lot of you don't capitulate or subscribe to the Bible. So therefore, that would it would have no relevance to you. It would have no meaning or purpose in your life. You'll take certain things from it, extract from it, quote from it and use it to your benefit, to your to your personal narrative, to fit your narrative, your agenda. And that's what a lot of people do now. Secular people do it all the time. Secular meaning worldly. We all do it because, well, It's the Bible, just like we will literally use the name Jesus Christ without actually thinking of Jesus himself. The being the very being of the name that is exalted above all names. We use it derogatorily. We use it as a cuss word. We use it. We are cursed. First Corinthians, chapter three, verse two talks about that. Excuse me. First Corinthians, chapter 12, verse two and three talk about that. So let me read it for you. Let me pull it up. So I can remind you of what you do when you when you're saying Jesus, like somebody says, holy crap. I'm not gonna say the S.H.I.T. because that that's that's disrespectful to me. You know, to use the blasphemous, and we've said it. Some people say something, they see something go wrong, or there's something that shocks them. They say, Oh, snap, Jesus Christ. Not thinking about Jesus himself, because it's a saying. It's something that has been used and implemented into our language, embedded into us to say throughout each generation, passed on down to the next generation. We hear it on TV. We see it in general. And so we think nothing of it. But let me show you what First Corinthians says about that. So if you have a Bible present or if, if you're on your computers, I'm not nowhere near my Bible right now. I'm actually actually. Uh, out right now, so I want you all to turn with me to you or listen, just take a, a good time to listen. First Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 12, uh, first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2 through 3. And I'm gonna go ahead and turn to Hold on family, I want to read something to you all here. I'm gonna read it out of the King James, but you know any version that you have is, is fine. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter twelve, verses two through three say, "You know that you were Gentiles." Matter of fact, let me let me give it to you, both versions. KJV, we gonna read first. Then I'm gonna read it to you in, in the uh, English Standard Version. You know that this is King James. You, ye know, ye meaning you all or all of you, ye know that ye, meaning you all, were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of God calleth Jesus a curse. That means if you truly have the most high spirit dwelling in you and you stand in the word and you understand how to talk certain communications coming out of your mouth, gesturing as the Bible calls it, not to be in compliance with using cuss words or curse words, as we call it, because you're cursing yourself. Jesus' name used in vain is cursing. You're cursing the Lord and you're cursing yourself in return. So that's what that means. Because it says that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus a curse, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. So if you don't have the Spirit of Yah truly in you, any man or woman can profess out of their mouth Jesus is Christ without actually believing it, or without actually having any love or true um Dedication and devotion to him. That's why the Bible says many will profess out of their mouth that they are Christians or that they love God, but in their works, they deny him. And he's going to tell you, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. Iniquity meaning wicked, wickedness. Those of us who practice sinful acts without repentance, right? Those of us who think it's okay to have sex just with anybody and everybody and think it's okay without you know being it come on fam. at least and i'm gonna tell you this the bible doesn't want you to have sex period unless you're married but if you're going to sin at least make it one person and work on your sins make sure you love that person or you care enough about them if you can lay down with them if you got kids with them marry them make it right And don't marry somebody just for sex. Don't marry somebody just because, you know, they give good whatever or they do this right. And then y'all ain't got nothing else in common. When I mean nothing else, I mean literally nothing else. If it's just sex. You might as well just go ahead and take that take take that um, take that L, get the cheeks clapping and take the L and keep it moving and then repent and try not to go back to it. I get it. I'm not. I'm not condoning it, but I'm just trying to help you out. It's like being on drugs, and if you just go cold turkey, it could kill you. You know, you got to come down off the drugs. You got to get professional help. They give you a lesser drug so that you can break the addiction to help you get off of it. I'm not saying that's how you should do life with God, because you could be out of here any given moment and not right with God, and you're going straight to hell. But if I'm being honest as a human being, if I'm trying to help you, if you can't just Dedicate yourself And just be for the Lord right away I get it It's a process <laughs> So if you got to get them cheeks clapping At least narrow it down And I'm not saying to, to talk yourself into thinking that's okay And you end up just sticking with that Because that's what's the next thing people will do They will convince themselves that the lie is okay They'll say well I, I, I don't do this as much So you know And they'll just stay with doing that Because they get comfortable with it I'm saying if you got to do something And you really want to be right with the Lord Be with one person you love and care about. But please plan on marrying them. If they want to marry you, y'all got to feel the same. Some people don't feel the same. That's why things don't work out. But I mean, if it's just about sex, man, sex is, you know what? You know, the Bible says the hardest, one of the hardest sins to stop is fornication, is adultery, because we're naturally beings that were created from sex, right? We're naturally those types of beings. So naturally, especially if you're somebody of the opposite sex who's heterosexual, man or woman, you see somebody that you like, you're attracted to them. Little things start building your attraction to the person. Obviously, you're built off of the, the look of the person. That's what got you interested in in the first place before you got to know anything else about them. Their looks, how they look, how they sound, how they talk, whatever you're your personal fetishes are or whatever you like about a person, those are the things that will attract you. Those are the things that will reel you in, pull you in. Next thing you know, if you're hugging, you're kissing, you're rubbing, you're spending time together, things naturally going to happen for most people. There are people who have a greater, stronger fortitude to fight against those things. Doesn't mean they don't want to, but it means they have a greater discipline. Others give in. Others allow themselves to get in. It's all these different things, family. The reason why I'm talking about this is because this is how the enemy knows you better than you know yourself. He knows the desires of your heart. He knows how weak your flesh is, and he will use that to exploit you, to get you to commit a sin in the eyes of the Most High, make him turn his eyes off of you because he hates sin. The Most High hates sin. He loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. He hates to act. And that's why you will never see anybody... Um, I mean, you won't just see everybody being perfect, and 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 if it's not sex, it's gonna be some kind of sin you commit. Ain't got to be sex, but since we're on that subject because it relates to the topic, it's hard. That's why some people have to put themselves in positions not to be tempted. Remember, God tests, but the devil tempts. Temptation comes from the devil, and temptation is a test in itself. But the devil is an enticer. He likes to entice you to commit the sin. So then he can go before the Lord as the accuser, hence the title Satan, and then say, look what he did. He went against what you said. He's a sinner. He's mine. I legally have right to him now. That's how this dude works, man. He'll give you all the pleasures of the world. He'll tell you everything you want to hear. He's sweet with it. He's smooth with it. If he can, if he can cause two thirds of the angels to fall from heaven, what is it for him to convince a man otherwise for less? Nothing. It's nothing to him to do that. He's that great at what he does. That's why they say he's a master deceiver and he's beautiful. He's not going to come looking ugly. He's going to look like something you just cannot take your eyes off of, whether you're heterosexual or not, because he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. That's what the Bible describes him as in Ezekiel. So y'all got to be aware of the enemy. You got to know the enemy's tactics. That's why 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 says, be aware of Satan's tactics. At least he would get an advantage of you. If you understand his many devices, he has devices that he uses, that he, strate- he strategically, uh, he's very tactful and strategical. He uses things to allure you, to get you in, in a trap, to ensnare you. This is how he works. He's good at setting booby traps, man. So what what's the best way to get a man? It's a woman. Fine woman walking around, sounding good, smelling good, looking good, skin all clean and clear and Whatever, you know, the man, you know, individually likes about that woman. She just miraculously and magically just appeared out of nowhere. (laughs) And now this dude can't he can't even concentrate. He can't focus because he's too busy looking at what attracts the eye. It's just like Eve said that she saw the tree. She saw the fruit in the Garden of Eden, the forbidden fruit. And that it was it was it looked good to the eye. It looked good to eat. It was attractive. So she took from it with a little help from Satan. Putting it in her mind to go ahead and do so. And look what it cost her. And then she gave it to Adam. He followed behind the woman. He did eat of the tree. He was an accomplice. (laughs) And now look at what that cost them. So you see, it's costly to disobey the most high. It's not that he don't want you to have pleasure. It's not that man, he don't want you to have that woman or women. He didn't want you to have that man. Once you are one flesh the right way, he wants you to. The Bible encourages a man. Now, this is for the mature audiences. The Bible literally encourages a man to caress and play with a woman's breast. That's in Proverbs chapter five, verse twenty two. He literally tells you to love the woman, to caress her, to play with her breasts, and you got a lot of men out here who are breast lovers or whatever the case is. Whatever, the point I'm making. This is mature, fam. This is not some sexually graphic. (laughs) We're not having no porno discussions here, man. I'm trying to show you all how this stuff works, how the enemy uses your desires against you, because he knows the desires of your heart. He makes evil look fair, seemingly. Now, you won't see it said that way in your Bibles, but it says that in Isaiah 520. He makes evil look good, good look evil, light for dark, dark for light, good for bad, sweet for bitter, bitter for sweet. And the Quran, it says he makes evil look fair, seemingly. It's the same thing being said in Isaiah 520-21. And I did a podcast called Isaiah 520. Check it out. The world is turned upside down on its axis no one can tell right from wrong anymore because things that were once wrong and everybody knew it have been glorified and it's okay to, normal, uh, to normal, uh, normalize it now as opposed to uh, it being a situation or it being a thing where you can't simply just say no because you know something's bad now everything has to have stipulations these are the things that matter. These are the things that's going to cause people to fall because no one is there to tell them you're doing the wrong thing. And when they do come to them, it comes off as judgment. It comes off as as con- condemning. It comes off as condescending. It comes off as you being a religious freak, a nut. All these things are being considered. Or not considered. Depending on how you use the term. Is okay. It's not okay family. Nothing is okay. And these are the things. And these are the reasons. Why such things happen. These are the reasons why. People feel the way they do. And these are the reasons why. Folks act the way they do. In today's Babylon mindset. Demons have been freed upon the earth. More people are being possessed. Encouraged. And played on and ate off of and prayed on. So, wherefore I give you understanding. Now, I told you I was going to read the ESV version. so I'm gonna do that because I want you to understand in plain English after, I, even though even though I explained it, I want you to understand what your newer versions of your different translations say, so that for those of you who need a more standard approach, Don't feel left out. It says, you know, now I'm reading from the ESV version, family. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Pretty much the same thing the King James said, just a little bit more clear in words. So, again, when you're out here, holy. Oh Jesus Christ It's not so much necessarily That you're saying things bad But you're using his name in an in vain way And that can create A sinful rebellion Without you realizing it Satan has glorified it He's made it okay to put it in the movies He's made it okay to glorify Using the name in vain For the wrong reasons Instead of using the name above all names For the right reasons and the only reason Jesus is Lord, the son of God. He's God himself who incarnated as his son. He is here who died on the cross for your sins. He rose three days later. Through that name, you can be saved. If you confess from your heart, out of your mouth, that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. He's the son of God. He came to earth. He preached the gospel. He died on the cross. He shed his blood that was innocent for the lives and salvation of us so that we could be born again and remade new in Christ him. And that he rose three days later and ascended. And all these different things. And through him, by grace, it is through faith that you can be saved through the name Yahushua Mashiach, Jesus Christ. That's it. And then we have to preach the gospel, the good news. You don't got to get in there and get all religious. You ain't got to be condemning people. Y'all going to hell if you don't stop. People don't want to hear that, man. You got to meet people from where they at. You can't just be coming up on people because you got a little knowledge or you know a little something or you know the Bible and coming up on people who are still in the world or don't know Christ and think you're going to be able to just, you know, get people to come on your side. That's not how it works. Got to meet them from where you at. So sex is a big thing. It's powerful. It's used as a ritual in as many ways we're going to have talk. We're going to have a podcast one day on sex itself, the benefits of it, the power of it and how it can be misused, abused, misappropriated and things of that nature. Until until then, today, the topic is star power, sexually transmitted diseases, also known as spiritually transferred demons. Now, I told you how demons get transferred, but I didn't get into the details. So let's get on that now. And I'm going to show you how they steal your star. Sex is used to steal your star, fam. People who are in the occult, people who are consciously aware of what they're doing. People who are witches and warlocks, people who are high priests. Who work for Satan in the kingdom of darkness they usually have different abilities and they can see who has a star whether they see it themselves in the spirit plane or they have a demon that's assigned to help them who's invisible to everybody else but visible to the person who is you know who has given themselves over to the kingdom of Satan for power for glory for fortune and fame they will say that's a person right there you need to get his star Now, what do they do with these stars? That's the next thing. Well, first of all, they have to lure you. How do you lure somebody into giving up something like their star? Through sex. But how do you do it? You don't want to just go and rape people. No. How do you do it? Temptation. And it may take a process. Everybody that's coming to you ain't going to look like the enemy. The enemy disguises himself. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing family. That's why the Bible says to test the spirits, use discernment. Because if you have this gift of discernment, if you have this gift of knowing how to test people, it can save your life. Sure, you might be one good looking woman, one good looking man. You might be one in the world yourself. You might be one out here that women hit on all the time or men hit on or whatever the case or same sex, whatever your thing is, whatever you're into. But everybody that's coming to you ain't just coming for a good time. Some people are coming to you. To pleasure themselves yes but in the process they're parasites some of these people are literally, literally f- demon filled people a lot of them are hybrids they're still in the kingdom of Satan because they are of his seed and you got shapeshifters out here people who are literally this is why you hear in the conspiracy circles reptilians right people who are shape-shifting their eyes go slit turning the slits. They act like snakes and all these different things you've read and heard in the different circles of David Icke and um, Cradle Mutua and, and 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 a lot of many of the uh, of the different circles of the New Age. I agree with those guys. I have studied a lot of that material. I have read it. I I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I've experienced certain things myself in my life. Have I ever experienced anyone literally shape shifting? To a degree, I have. Now, what I say to a degree, no, I didn't see scales on their face, but their eyes did change colors like a chameleon. (sighs) I've seen things in the spirit from looking at people, but nobody else saw it. I've seen that. But there's many ways that this is is a real thing. There's many ways that this happens. And a lot of you just can't fathom. This is real talk. You might have said, well, were you on drugs? I wasn't neither intoxicated nor was I high. In any kind of way. Next thing, all the people gonna say, well, maybe you thought you, you saw it. Maybe you psyched yourself up. Maybe it was this. Maybe everything will always be used as a reason. And they'll say, well, it's to try to be logical first, to 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 to, to cancel out all of what could it, or what it could have been. Okay, now we want to use that whole, um, shake, uh, William Shea, I mean, not William shake. Um, Sherlock Holmes to eliminate truth. <laughs> Type of theory. That's not what that is, family. People know what they've seen. A lot of times folks will dispute you. They will turn around and tell you by trying to make you second guess yourself. They will gaslight you. Anything to knock the truth out of you. Because what is the three levels of truth? First is ridiculed. Then it's violently opposed. And then finally, it's realized it's self-evidence, meaning that it's true. Well, you're going to have to deal with a lot of naysayers. A lot of people who are going to accuse you of many different things that are not true because that's the way this world is and that's what Satan does best. He, he's good at turning people against each other. He puts hecklers and agents in the crowds to look like normal people to get something started by initiating it and it's like, it's the trickling down effect. It's the domino effect. Well, one does it, the rest do it because by nature, that we're, we're, we are of the animal kingdom and if we can get one person to agree, another person to agree, now look at the pyramid effect that this has the scheme you know now multitudes are doing it it's just like advertising subliminal advertising you put something out there enough people will start acting it out people start singing songs they claim they 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 hate or don't like they'll start um, humming it they'll start singing if one person yawns in a room everybody starts yawning these things have good and bad effects it's no different in the kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of darkness. They know this better than anybody know it because they came from it. Satan was once an angel for the Lord. So he learned a lot. He knew nothing. He was personally under the, the Lord's care. So he's he's he knows a lot of stuff. This stuff that you guys are learning, the technologies that are now coming out, this is this is old stuff, man. This is young toy stuff we're getting old toys from, from, from these entities. Y'all think this is new technology. This ain't new. They was putting this stuff in comic books, man. Y'all didn't even think it was real, remember? Now we just now get into flat screens. Well, not now. We've had that in the last decade or more. But I mean, we're just now getting into holographic projections. We're just now getting into, there may be a cure for AIDS. There may be a cure for cancer. Cloning. All this stuff that's been going on in the last 20 years. This stuff's old. This stuff was in old black and white movies. (laughs) And all of a sudden, it's starting to become a reality. It's been going on since the beginning of time, fam. That's why the Egyptians and the Sumerians and all these other cultures have an advanced culture of sciences that go beyond us, even though they're supposed to be looked upon as primitives. How can a primitive be more advanced than modern day people? Make it make sense, fam. No, this because these entities were in line with the gods or the fallen ones and they were shown and taught these things and given these things. We just now catching up. This is really devolvement. It's not evolving. What are we evolving to? People should be way smarter than they are. We should be so evolved that we literally have powers out this joint. But because technology has been our, our master, our God, money has been our master, our God. Everything has been our master and God, but the one true God himself. And this is why my people are destroyed, as the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, because they what? They lack knowledge and read the rest of it when you get a chance, because it ain't just knowledge we lacking. It's respect of persons with our most greatest Glorified creator of love of all the most high We supposed to be flying like Superman around this joint Literally without any type of technology And we ain't got there yet Because we are on Satan's time demon time and y'all are now going around here and glorifying that i'm literally listening to people talking about some yeah i'm on demon time you know what i'm saying (laughs) that ain't nothing funny about that you ignorant baboon ain't nothing funny about being on nothing demonic that wants your soul and wants to see you in torment in hell and then the lake of fire for all eternity that hates you that much but was smiling your face and like a lot of people do in this world smiling your face and stab you at the same time what's that old song They smiling in your face, always want to take your place. I mean, something like that. The backstabbers, backstabbers. This is is what you got to deal with. It ain't just in these streets. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Read it. Matter of fact, read all of Ephesians 6. Don't just read 10 through 12. Read the whole chapter. It's a short chapter. Read it. You need to read it Take it in Ask the Lord to give you his spirit And give you revelation Don't just read it Ask the Lord to give you the vision And the understanding of what you're reading To show you these things To prove it If y'all have a hard time believing the Bible Literally ask Yah respectfully If you do exist If you are the highest power Show me these supernatural things Now I'm going to ask you something I'm going to tell you something real quickly Be careful what you ask for Be specific Because if you ask You're going to get what you ask for It may not come when you want it But it's coming because this world is supernatural in itself. Your existence is supernatural. Dag on, understand what I was about to say. This is bigger than just what you call science. Science is a, pr- is, is a terminology used to water down the word supernatural. Because all supernatural is, is science. The difference is understanding how, how to access it, how to use it at your own disposal. So, what is the shining star? You are the soul, all these things. The word soul comes from the Latin word sol, which means the sun. A sun, a soul is a sun. Cells in your body, cellular. Cells are suns, they're miniature suns. You are everything that the Most High created you to be in the visible as well as in the invisible. Everything that you see here is just a small rendition of what's being reflected and seen in this visible light spectrum called luminous matter. What you don't see is where all the real things are. These people are assigned to steal your joy. Now, why is it that the stars for destiny, the star? is your destiny that the most high has written your abilities your personality your accomplishments your blessings when beings see that star they have to take it now what do they do once they take it well first of all they seduce you they get you to commit a sinful act and the biggest way to take it on top of the sinful act is sex A lot of you are having sex with wrong people out here and you wonder why you're drained. It ain't because you was you was you was doing your thing for eight to nine hours last night. You're being drained by succubus, incubus type of beings. These these entities are real and they not only do it to you in the physical form. They come to you in the spiritual one and do it to you. A lot of you say, I had sex in my dream last night and it felt real. Of course it does, because you were in the astral world. Things are realer in those planes than they are here, fam. This is just an illusion that you are in. That's why people be thinking they got this false doctrine called annihilation doctrine that when you die, if you don't go to heaven, you cease to exist. That's 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 a lie from the pits of hell itself because you don't cease to exist. If that's the case, there wouldn't be people in hell right now being tormented. Wishing that somebody would either wipe them out of existence or help them escape because there is no escape once you're in that place. That's the place that was created for the fallen angels and the devil. There is no place of escape for humans unless Yah himself come get you out of there. And a lot of people have been blessed to not stay there because they were only sent there as a reminder, as a messenger, to tell the other people of this place, to warn them of it. And a lot of people think a lot of these people, or if not all of them, they think all the secular world thinks people like this who, who give their testimonies about hell are making it up just for hits. Some people do copy off of those who really had those experiences because they won't want to get in on the action. Then there were those who were really telling the truth. Y'all took them to hell through either a near-death experience or an out-of-body experience. Near-death meaning they almost died, but he brought them back. Gave him another chance to get their life right with him as well as warn the people. Out-of-body means he's like, a, the Bible refers to it as visions. But a vision is literally an out-of-body experience. Now, you can have visions in the body, yes. But most times, like Paul said, he knew a man in Christ whether in the body or out Who was taken to the third heaven He was referring to himself in third person He was that guy he was talking about He was literally taken out of the body Isaiah, all these different prophets and disciples Peter, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Malachi my, uh, um, are All these different prophets All of them Were all taken out of the body Zechariah, all these different people Had different experiences All of them were shown visions All of them were shown something whether in the body, whether in the dream state, all of it was the same. And they always tell me how real it felt. Of course, it felt real. When you go to sleep at night, your spirit body separates a few inches off of your physical body. This is why a lot of you who wake up prematurely in between certain states, you're almost able to come out of the body, but you're not quite there. And you have what's called paralysis. And paralysis leaves you in a state of you can't move. All you can do is look at things. You can't talk. You can't turn. You can't move your body. And fear kicks in. Now, a lot of times this stuff happens when there's a demonic presence around. They know that. And that's when they get to put fear into you and drain it all off of you. They feed off of you. They want you to have a heart attack. They want you to to, to have a stroke. They want you to be scared out of your mind. Some people feel a heaviness on their chest. They may not see it, but they feel it. Others have woken up and seen an entity sitting on them, a demonic being. I'm not saying this to scare nobody, family. I'm saying this because a lot of you have been through this. All of us have had these moments um, where we may have had these situations, and we don't know whether or not these are things that we need to take serious, or we just blow it off as well this is what it is well i'm here to tell you fam these things are real and anytime you open yourself up to the demonic plane you're going to keep having paralysis notice that a lot of people will say the name jesus and suddenly they can move that's not just a belief it is belief faith is everything you do is based on faith believing so you're right it is belief because we have the power We put the we we can deposit our energy into things we either want to experience good or bad because we've been given free will. We're made in the image and likeness of the creator of free will. This is why we're called humans, not just because of the hue, meaning the HUE, the color or pigmentation of your skin. No, or the melanin. No, Hu also in the Sanskrit H.U. means force of creative will or the will of uh, or the creative will of force, meaning the force who created you has given you the will. You have creative willpower. You can do things because you can create. You're cre- able to create as a co-creator because you're made in the image and likeness of the creator. See, devils and demons, they can't create. They can only emulate, imitate. They can only do those things. They will get you to do something because you have the ability to create it. If you believe it enough, they will make it seem real. They will get into your feelings. They will put a thought into your head. And if you agree through your actions, through your emotions, if you agree to be scared, if you agree that that's how you want it, you are helping them create it. That's why they are master manipulators. That's why they're called the whisperer, because they are the enticers. They want to get you to commit the act through thought. Thought is the cause. Emotions is the effect. This is why the Bible says if a man has looked at a woman lustfully in his mind, he's already committed adultery with her. That means in the spirit plane, you've created a substance of having sex with this person's energy before you actually physically do it. So you've already committed the actual act and in in the spirit world, sex is real, just like it is here. So these are things that people don't understand when I say you have people literally targeting you. If you are somebody with immense talents, you're someone that most people love. If you had a natural uh, tendency to, to just draw people to you. And even if you haven't been someone who's done this, this doesn't make you somebody I'm not talking to. I'm talking to all of you, but I'm specific. I'm I'm specifically especially talking to people who seem to have always felt different, but they don't understand why. Each one of us has an assignment when we come here. Y'all already has blessings for you. his purpose is never for you to suffer. It's never been that way. We blame him because he's God. We blame him because he created everything. We'll say, well, why would a loving God allow innocent people, especially children, babies to die, people to get raped, folks to die? Look like the good guys die early or get in car accidents or their life's taken from it. Where the bad guys, if whoever we want to consider good or bad, they look like they make it out of the accident. No, they look, they cause the accident, but don't nothing happen to them. There's no peace. There's no justice. There's no vengeance. But the Lord says vengeance is mine. He tells you to hold your peace and he'll fight your battles. So you either can believe it, get with it or test him. Uh, my, my, my best suggestion to anybody in doubt is to put it to the test. Because if the word of God is the one true God and the one word that's true in all aspects, if it's really the truth and nothing else, you have a right to, to, to ask God to test him. Just don't try to tempt God. He's not to be tempted. That's in James chapter one. Start reading that. You don't tempt him. He tells you to ask him, ask and it shall be given. Seeking you shall find knocking the door shall open. Call upon the name of the Lord and he will respond with well, him responding. It doesn't mean him acting on your time. It's him acting on his time because he is his own God. He's creator. He's not creation you're the creation i'm the creation we were given the ability to be co-creators to have free will to be able to make our own decisions without it being forced upon us but a lot of people don't feel that's true because they say well he gave us free will only to tell us though if we don't do things his way we still going to hell (laughs) i get it man your boy here is walking with you i'm walking with you fam that's why we had these podcasts to educate to elevate and to entertain to give hope where there may not be any because no one else is telling you these things in intricate detail and i'm not saying i'm the i'm the ultimate um i'm not saying i'm the alternative i'm not saying i'm the only one doing this i'm not i'm not i don't have no attitude no ego about this now let's talk about some more things here let's look at the word identity you being a star there's three things you have a destiny you have abilities and it's your identity it identifies you see in the spirit plane you walking around you don't notice, but there's beings who can look at you and see who you are they can see what you're about to become now the enemy can't see into the future like the most high he can get glimpses of it though anybody that's always said well demons can't see the future i disagree with that certain entities especially the fallen angels because they've had access to certain things maybe not the demons Demons are very, very, very brilliant, crafty minded beings. They may have a, a, a little bit of what you call psychic ability. OK, but they make you think they know the future because of how a, how they're able to manipulate knowing your past. The thing is this. there are certain beings that can have access to certain things. They can get glimpses of things, but they cannot see fully into the future. Only the most high who's all knowing can see and know all things because he's the creator of it he knows what you're going to do before you do it what you're going to say before you say it remember he knew you before you were even in the womb he's planned and wrote all of this out for it to have an ending and then a new beginning it's called it's in, and it's in this book called the bible that's why he says from the, the beginning he quotes in isaiah 46:10, i declare the end from the beginning he told you how it was all going to end before it even began And different timelines. So for people to say the Bible isn't prophetic. These are people who just spew anything out of their their minds or out of their mouth because either A, they're ignorant to the scriptures and don't thoroughly study them to see the actual evidence that it is doing exactly what we're seeing what happened before our very eyes. Or they just have such a hatred for the most high because they don't like how things have turned out that they are doing exactly what the devil wants them to do. Be rebellious. And the devil has used this person's pain and energy and, and stuff against them to blame the most high. Or they're straight up agents. Again, Satan puts agents in the, in the crowd to get the people riled up to cause division, separation, and chaos. Because he comes to do what according to Jane, I mean, according to John chapter 10, verse 10. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus comes to give life and give it more abundantly, fully more abundantly. If you look at Romans chapter six, verse 23, it says for the gift of God is eternal life. It's a gift. It's a gift. And so it's not that he's slacking his promise and coming back like a lot of people make mockery of him as second Peter chapter four talks about four verse three and four verse nine no he's not slacking his promise fam i said second peter chapter four there is no four in second peter it's only um three chapters so let me tell you something read it right now So I just want you all to understand that, fam. We're going to go ahead and take another commercial break. When we return, family, we're going to talk about what's in First Peter and all that. And then we're going to close it out. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. You are tuning in to Fable Radio. Stay tuned. all right beloved we are all back in effect so um yeah man i just want to thank everybody for your support supporting is never going to be something that's easily um reciprocated on everybody's part like you know some people have you know a problem with support and and that's okay you know Um, I'm thankful for whatever support I get. I know as an individual and I'm sure a lot of you, whatever endeavors or things that you're doing, especially positive things, of course, that you're trying to accomplish in your life. If you have people who are really ride or die for you like that, support comes easier when people genuinely believe in you. When people believe that you are capable of things even more beyond than what you realize you're capable of, that helps to increase your confidence. It helps to also show you that, you know. Through the thick and thin, through the bad, all of that, things are going to get better. Even when they are not looking that way, faith is based on a uh, a series of tests. It's based on devotion, loyalty. Uh, A lot of people can easily say they have faith, profess it out of the mouth, which we do on a lot of things in life in general. We say a lot about this and that, but it comes down to your walk, your action. It comes down to your resilience, your resilience. And that sometimes doesn't just happen, family. That has to be built. That has to be um, a continuous series of things going on in your life. Hopefully life lessons that you learn from and not the other way around. And as a result of that, you get better. You you you, you know, you go about it in a better manner. You go about it in a way that's uh, self-preserving. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I really don't know. Per se, um, how else to look at that? Because you know, in the thickening of it all, you you just have to learn through experience. And I have had uh, many a times um, question the validity of my life's experiences. I mean, if you're a human being, all of us have. No one is is, is is without flaws, man. No one is without questions. No one is without wondering, just what is my purpose? Do I serve a purpose? Or, you know, what am I here to do? We all have had that question and, and we've all had that in mind. So don't beat yourself up. This information is to help increase Your chances of survival. This information is to help increase your salvation with the most high, your walk with the most high. This is to also give you an edge, if you will, uh, or an advantage in knowing people, knowing that there's more to life than what meets the eye, literally, knowing that there's more than just five sense perception that we have in this construct we call the physical reality, earth. Because at the end of the day, whether you know this or not, all things are governed by that which you can't see. And if you don't believe that, just look into it check it out i mean what what makes anything what what makes the sunrise who created it who put it there you know why why does things happen in the order that it does something of an immense intelligence had to have created it but it had to be beyond somebody normal it had to be based on something supernatural how do these things just sit in one place and do the same things every day don't tell me evolution because i'm gonna start asking you questions as to well if that's the case how did it come about make it make sense but see, when you say something like supernatural, that's not being dismissive. That's actually given a good enough reason to know, say, there's more than things that we don't know. There's no amount of studying that you can do on this world and come up with the answers. But when you read a literature and you put that literature to the test, you don't just believe it because it sounds good. Right. You don't just believe it because more people are doing it or it's just a fad or it's the end game a lot of people do follow after others because more people are doing something without questioning but i am not one of those people and i really honestly suggest that anything you do in life you always question it what are you again? what are you trying to gain from it what are you learning from it what are you getting from it what is its purpose what would you what would how would it benefit you by joining it these are questions that you're supposed to ask regardless if it's the bible the quran uh Whatever the case is man You have to um, Just be okay With understanding that At all counts On all levels And I mean I'm going to tell you something family I'm not one To just tell somebody to do something And I myself ain't willing to do it Depending on what it is But But Trial and error. Now I ain't saying go out here and close your eyes and walk across the street and have faith and think you might not get hit by a car. I'm not. Gonna, I mean, there is a thing called logic. <laughs> you Now I'm, you know, I'm not saying through faith that won't happen, but we need to be a little bit more. Um, a sh- we need to be look. If the Lord's voice, if the Lord Himself has not come about and presented Himself where you know it's Him and told you, I want you to walk across the street, then I'm gonna tell you something that's not going to happen too often. And if it does happen, it's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. And I mean, you have a right to feel the way you feel. You have a right to believe the way you believe. Um, but me personally, I have to be, there has to be something introduced in my life in order for me to say, okay, that's what that is. And even if I see it, that still ain't gonna be enough. Like, in other words, the Bible tells us, blessed are those who believe who haven't seen versus those who have. I mean, for those who have, those who've experienced, They should be the ones that faith is on top of the world because they know for a fact it's real. For those who believe or who haven't seen, well, they're putting faith in, literal faith without knowing, without having to see, right? But those who have seen, they shouldn't have no doubt. And yet we have experienced things in this life where you still question whether its validity was really what it was or whether you were going crazy. Because we're so used to living in a construct that's continuously running around us that we don't see supernatural things that we can identify as supernatural. But the very fact that you're breathing, the very fact that there's wind blowing in the air, the very fact that the sun comes up, those things are in our face every day and we don't look at that as supernatural. We look at that as normal. Isn't that something? Supernatural to us is something that we're not accustomed to seeing all the time that has no explanation. So therefore, we deem it as supernatural. If a portal were to open out of nowhere right in front of you right now, you would say, oh, that's supernatural. Most of you would. Some of you would try to be technical and say, well, you know, we got technology now. where We can open portals. Technology means having access to do something at will. But it's still supernatural because what is a portal? What is another dimension? It's, in, it, it's going into another place. Where something or someone else exists Outside of your time and space Outside of the fabric of your time And your reality Either it's going to be leading you to another planet Or another place on the earth In terms of transporting you Or teleporting you from one place to the next Or it's just going to go into a whole different dimension Another reality in itself That connects to this reality But you wouldn't know that unless you saw it and, and open up those uh, the tear and, and, and the fabric of time and space, which means to open up a gate or a doorway or portal, if you will, and walk through it. And so. Please believe that the things that I've shared with you today, this is nothing compared to other things we're going to talk about to tie in with it. But these things are real family, whether you've been taught this yourself, whether you've never heard of it. Whether somebody doesn't believe it, it's, all, it's okay. If you're one of those people, that's fine. My job isn't to try to force anyone or even for that matter, convince you. My job is to say what I know, give evidence to the best of my ability and how you can look into these things and to just correlate it and ask, hey, What is the problem? What is the, what is the solution to this? So, um, I don't know. Um, it just comes down to that family. Anyway, you are a star. Your destiny is in the stars. This is why people do horoscopes, which the Bible calls detestable or divination. It's nothing wrong with studying the stars to use the stars as a sign. If you don't believe that, go to your Bible in Genesis chapter uh, 2. Oh no, excuse me, Genesis chapter 1 and read for yourself. One of the reasons why stars are in the sky is to use the signs and seasons. The first thing it says is a sign. This is, what, this is what these things are for. Feast, in some of your Bibles, is just another way of saying seasons, which can also be used for holidays, but the Lord says to look up and seek redemption, for you knows your time draws near. So, the stars are for signs. They're not for fortune-telling on one's future, even though they've been used to do so, because If you understand who you are, your dates, your times, your births, which they use in rituals, they have a pretty good idea of what kind of categories of things you fall under. We call it horoscopes. We call it astrology. Some even use the sun signs and call it solar biology. There's so many different things that family we've talked about on and off in the show. We may not have even touched on, but I assure you, just because you have never heard of them or you've heard vaguely of them doesn't mean that they're not true doesn't mean that they don't exist or have some validity of, or veracity of truth to them. Not everything can just be said to be, but not everything can be said not to be either. That's why the Bible strongly encourages you to use discernment to learn how to exercise your gifts. If you want to know more about that, read Hebrews chapter five, verse 14. It also tells you to test the spirits. That's in 1 John chapter four, verse four, or just John, 1 John chapter four, test the spirits. Um, I would actually encourage you to read 1 John chapter 4 Starting with verse 1 And come, going all the way into that Because it not only tells you about He who was in you was greater than he who was in the world But it tells you to test the spirits um, These things are all in your Bible You just got to know where to look and the Bible, man, is is being looked and read now with a new pair of lenses, with a new pair of eyes, because the consciousness is, is starting to up, uh, upgrade and be evolved. And a lot of the reasons why, if not the reason for some, most of us who are Christ followers, who've actually received the Holy Spirit, Christ is revealing these things to people, man. That's why it says what it says in the book of Acts, chapter two and Joel, chapter two, that in the latter days or the last days or the latter times, which is now I will pour. uh, I will pour out my spirit unto man, unto your sons and your daughters, and they will prophesy old men shall dream dreams. Young men shall have visions. How many people are suddenly genuine people? And we don't know who all the genuine people are. If the Lord truly has given you something to tell the people it's going to happen. It's not no speculation. You're going to know over time if whether somebody said was true or not. Now, that it might not be a situation. It might be a situation where the prophecy of what they're telling you is true, but the timing wasn't. And so people will say, well, you said this was going to happen. No, you speculated it. If I didn't tell you a time or a date, which I don't like telling nobody, don't give a time or a date to something. If God didn't tell you this, you know, that's why the prophets in the Bible, when they told somebody something, it actually happened. It actually happened. So, family, I hope that you will all take into account what I've said. Know that it's going to happen and study these things for yourself. I'm your boy, all. Thank you for tuning in. We will continue. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Cheer yeah. it out here. Yeah. Yes, sir. Here ready to give praise to the most high Yah. Yes, so yeah, ya Uh Elohim. Yeah. Supreme King. uh uh-huh. Hey yo, we gotta get our life right. No doubt. And I mean in every sense, that walk gotta be straight. That's right. Can't be hot or cold. No you know what I mean? Talk to him. But let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Try to keep you out them streets. Out of them worldly ways. That's right. No? Check it. Check it. Get your life right with Christ. Why waste your time? Don't waste time. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. That's right. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Wasting time over there. What's going on? Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Hey, y'all. Get your life right with Christ, why waste your time, What you call normal, I call divine, nothing's informal, only in mind, all these mere mortals be seeking a sign, come on, yeah. (laughs) I am Hossetine, poor little humans, you didn't turn to Christ, now your souls are mine, especially That she read it all. Uh, Yeah, he wants you. Yeah. But you didn't listen, did you? (laughs) Now, waste your time. Now, denounce Christ and turn to me. Get your mind right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ is the way. All oh, praise be to the Most High. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Get right with Christ. Leave that devil alone. And y'all gotta watch your tone. Yes, be. Because all that speaking evil and shunning people will leave you blind. You calling heathens evil, that's people even on demon time. You know why? Yeah. Cause all the deacons speaking with pastors preaching the feeble minds and the pews and steeples to sheep will seek them using the evil eye. Yeah, it's crazy. All the lethal reasons for leaving being because of lies If you don't believe them and see them again You're about to die I kid you not Cause Jesus said To the Jewish people redeemed from evil believe in lies You sleep with demons who creep in dreams when sleep arrives Forget that Get your life right with me You ain't worthy Come and get some of this (laughs) hellfire Get your life right with Christ Why waste your time? Get your life right with Christ Stop wasting time Uh, Get your life right with Christ Stop wasting time Come on Get your life right with Christ Stop wasting time Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Uh, yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time.